Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of A Few Good Men, where we talk about the movies of John Goodman. This week, we're talking about The Babe, the movie where he plays Babe Ruth. Dana, what'd you think? What are your initial thoughts? Um, hmm. I, yeah, I, I... <laughs> um, here, here's how you wrap up this movie. This movie we're, the, we're talking about this week is uh, where James Cromwell plays a surrogate father figure to a portly misfit, affectionately known as Babe, who is separated from his parents at a young age only to discover a hidden talent. That's that... correct. <laughs> what the fuck? That's right, Mark. That synopsis, we could play, are we talking about Babe or The Babe? Because they have the exact same plot. Oh, we're talking, like, the one with the pig? <laughs> yeah, James Cromwell's in both of them. <laughs> he plays I... Brother Matthias, and he's also the, the farmer who's like, that will do, pig. Oh, shit, I never knew that. Anyway, this was a... <laughs> This was an incredibly standard movie. I don't know. Oh, it. no. No, Mark. This was not a standard movie. A, this movie was awful. Okay, thank God somebody said it. <laughs> like, there was nothing interesting about this movie whatsoever. And Babe Ruth lived an interesting life. They make Babe, they make Babe Ruth into the villain of the movie. And, like, okay... <laughs> So, movie star. Okay, first of all, I want to point out I have never heard of anybody else that's in this movie. Um, like actor wise or character wise? Actor wise, James Cromwell. I guess yes, James. The one other person in this movie that I recognize. Every other person, I'm just like, no idea who that is. Also, Kelly McGillis. No idea. She um was like the uh she was the girl who smoked and she was also in like top gun i think I, I if if the first character you could think of her in doesn't have a name that's pretty telling about her career yeah i can't really name anybody from top gun but she's the girl on the poster from top gun oh okay okay yeah that's that's a pretty big deal never mind <laughs> Um, but yeah, she's the one who's like, ooh, she smokes. So he's going to bang her while while his wife tries to get pregnant. Uh, I Also, a lot of stuff happened in this movie, and I'm like, I don't think that happened. Like... So yeah, so let's, let's, let's back up. Let's back up for a moment. Um, at the beginning of this movie, you see a young babe, baby Ruth um, uh, being basically given away to a uh, correctional facility uh, because his mother is sick and his father doesn't care about him. Um, and he's all bullied for being big. And uh, and then the the monks or the brothers or whatever you want to call them, the, the they, they, uh, they, they all play baseball together. And they're like, oh, he keeps on hitting them. He keeps he, on okay. hitting them consistently out of the park. So he hits the home run, and then someone's like, "Ah, it's going to take a miracle to fix that boy." And then one of the teachers just looks into the camera and is like, "I think I just found one." 
It's like the cheesiest, definitely didn't happen <laughs> moment of the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but definitely. But my favorite part of this movie, um, it has to be like right after that, when you see uh, Babe Ruth as a teenager. And they didn't get a teenager that kind of looked like John Goodman. They just aged down <laughs> John Goodman. And it's like, even for like 93, he wasn't passing for 17 or whatever it was. This, it felt like you're. No, no, you remember no. that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? where, like, Danny DeVito has to play a young version of Frank, so they just put a wig on him, and they're like, he looks like he's 14! <laughs> That's exactly what this felt like. Oh, but, man, there was something going on with his eyebrows. They... I don't know. I don't know if Babe Ruth is known for having, like, really fake-looking eyebrows, but they, they accomplished that look. Um... Yeah, his face looked very, like, um, Uncanny Valley when he was a teenager. I, I love how, like, the um, first part of the movie, they just keep talking about, like, what a bad guy this guy is. And he's so bad. And then every time you see him, he's just, like, he's just kind of a weird guy. Right up until, okay, this is the part that, like, made me sit up and pay attention to this movie for a second. There's a scene in a boat. Do you remember this? It's... Um, he's in, uh, he's in a boat with one. Oh, yeah. Becomes, yeah. And he, and he, and he forces himself on, um, his future it's ex-wife. It's a straight up assault. And it's like, I don't know if we were supposed to find this romantic, but that was yet. Oh, no, we were definitely supposed to find it romantic because at the end she's laughing when they kiss. So, yeah. So, um, he's trying to kiss her. Um, first just five out says, Hey, do you want to kiss? And she's all like, no, I'm saving myself for marriage. Yeah, that's the thing. He asks and then he's like, first. Yeah, so then she says no. And then he's all like, hey, look at look look over there, basically. And then he, like, pounces and on her. And she screams! And then she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then she jumps out of the boat. And then he pretends to drown. And then attacks her again. But this time, I guess she finds it funny. I don't know. It's... It's at, like early '90s, like um, you know, the the charismatic rapist. Um. <laughs> yeah, just every like, it's hard to watch movies from the '90s now, just because every time there's always something that makes you go, "Huh," and like I don't know, like maybe it's just the last few weeks, but it's changing how I watch movies because I did you notice in this movie there were two black characters. And both of them were servants. Oh, uh, there was also the children. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. There was, um, like, one black bo- boy in one scene. and But other than that, every... Yeah, because they, like, they were, like, fiddling around with a radio um, outside of the stadium. And then the ball ends up coming right to them. But, yeah. Um, that's the thing. Also, that's the thing about... Um, about doing a story about Babe Ruth in, in total. You're talking about a man who was the best... At a sport that only white people were yeah, allowed to play. Yeah, because this was before Jackie Robinson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and they and uh, uh, shoot at the very end, they're like, "Oh, this one other guy beat his record, but he had to play twenty five hundred more games." Yeah, than it was him. Hank Aaron. Um, but yeah. also, Hank Aaron uh, played when like black people were allowed to play baseball. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you also got the only other baseball player who whose name I can mention was featured in the movie, which is Lou Gehrig. And yeah, and again, I'm not. I don't know baseball that well. I've never been a huge sports fan. So, like, I'm imagine if you're like a big like historic sports fan, maybe you're watching this movie and going like, oh, "There's that guy," and then there's this moment. But I'm just like, I don't, I don't know who these people are. I am not interested with what's going on at all. Like, baseball's already a pretty boring sport, but they've proved in the past you can make a good baseball movie. Moneyball, fantastic movie. That's an incredible movie. League of Their Own, great movie. You can make good baseball movies. Oh yeah, movies. you know what the the other day I was yesterday I was I was mentioning how um, this was the second baseball movie I'd seen, but that's wrong. It was the third baseball movie I've seen. A League of Their Own. Um, I was thinking it was only Angels in the Outfield. Angels in the Outfield was fine. I don't remember. <laughs> it was Christopher Lloyd. He was playing an angel. That's all I remember. Yeah, he was a dead baseball player. Um, yeah, that was that's all I remember as well. Um, yeah, so this movie is just kind of confounding in 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 several key ways. Um, first of all, it never paints John Goodman like never paints um, Babe Ruth as being like a decent person. Like. Um, he, he he they paint him as charismatic but they don't ever paint him as good and i feel like they conflate charisma and and being good as as one in the well, same well you're also supposed to because feel he... bad for this guy when he keeps being turned down for because he wants to be the big through line is he wants to be the manager of the baseball team he wants to be the boss and they keep telling him like no we're not going to do that for you and each time they say that i'm like yeah i wouldn't either that dude is a lunatic <laughs> yeah um yeah cuz like the thing is is that it it, it keeps on put, putting these like occasionally bad things would happen to him, but the way that they painted the character up to those points, you're like, so what? Like his first wife um, leaves him because he keeps on cheating on her. And it's like, yeah, good uh, and, call. Then, and then, and then, and then, and then he's all sad because she left him. And you're like, okay, so like, who cares? Like, oh, so it, he all of a sudden can't can't hit baseballs anymore, um, and he gets, uh, you know, traded to a lower team because the team he's on refuses to make him the manager, um, and this other team, um, the, the Braves, Braves, yeah, that was the last team he played for. They make him like um, assistant manager. And uh, he's so bad, and they throw lemons at him when he's on, on, um, on the field. And I'm like, good. There was a couple scenes where I was like, maybe this will be a happy ending. We'll watch him die. <laughs> I like how, in your mind, that's the happy ending. Just like, <sighs> yeah, because at least, ah, oh, because there's times where he would look like he looked so sick and unwell. I was like, maybe he'll die, and this movie will be over. <laughs> The one thing that occurs to me about this movie is that in order to make it, John Goodman would have had to actually get good at playing baseball. 
Yeah, I guess he had to learn, um, like, also the very specific, like, you know, Babe Ruth um, batting stances and and all that. Because uh, the whole thing is that, like, Babe Ruth, um, he he would swing so hard that if he did hit the ball, it would be this, like, crazy thing. But if he didn't, it would he would just, like, throw himself on the ground kind of situation. Um which was, you know, like he was kind of like a sideshow, basically. He like people went out to go see him hit hit over the fence. Uh, it wasn't really strategic, from what I understand. <laughs> but uh, he sold tickets. I don't know if like it needs to be strategic though. Like, <laughs> like it's like before Babe Ruth. Like Babe Ruth, absolutely. I don't know much about baseball, but I know that Babe Ruth changed absolutely everything about the way the game was played because before Babe Ruth it was very much an infield game and then after and Babe Ruth came along and it's like well I'm just gonna like hit it out of the park that's just what I'm gonna do like if you look technically speaking Babe Ruth was not a good baseball player but like because he just kept hitting it over the root like hitting it out of the park the team kept winning yeah um there's this like Oh, there's this one scene in the movie that was like, if if you want an example of how not to do exposition, like this is a perfect like example scene of what not to do, where they're like sitting at the baseball park. Oh, and by the way, um, John Goodman, like he is, um, like young twenties, Babe Ruth, all the way up until like he's almost dead Babe Ruth. And the only way that they made him look older is like, they made him sweatier. Um, and see, cause he's got like this teenage daughter with him. And uh, yeah, see, and this guy's I, all like, this guy's all like, you know, nobody I used to see, I used to see him when he would get him over the fence, you know, nobody's ever gotten a ball out of this baseball. And it's field, like, nobody would ever, ever. say that. <laughs> and also just to lean over to like a 13 year old girl and just say be that. like hey i remember when your dad was good also i bet he's not gonna be good today it's like what the fuck also it confused the first time we saw him sitting with this 13 year old girl i was confused because they hadn't introduced who the person yeah was. yeah i was like man his lover his his like his mistresses are getting younger. That's what and younger. I thought. And I'm like, this is really creepy. Also, the first time we see that, that girl, she's sitting in the dugout with him, which is like, is that allowed? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, who I I honestly don't know enough about baseball to really critique the accuracy <laughs> I, of the I love movie. it's like, let's get two nerds that know nothing about sports to talk about sports. And we're like, the ball went really far and it was good. Yeah, and and um, he didn't want Lou Gehrig to touch his bat, or he didn't want him to like hit home runs the same way place he hit home runs to. Yeah, I don't know. It was, and also like they made Lou Gehrig like hero worship Babe Ruth. He was like, he calls him a god at one point in the movie. Well, I think a lot of people He's a did. God. Yeah, I don't know, but like. He just always looked like looked at him like like a teen in love, just looking up at John Goodman. Um, 
parts of this movie actually kind of reminded me of like a more boring King you know Ralph. what? I was thinking the same just because there was like a lot of fancy parties that like had that 90s movie feel. Yeah, it was kind of just an overall shitty movie. Also, like there's a scene where he goes to this party and they ask him to make a toast and tell a joke. And um, there's like a dame. A dame, they call and... them. Yeah. And he's all like, uh, pull my finger. And uh, and then he farts, and that's the joke. And it happens. That's a recurring bit in the movie. And like, I think, and it is very like, it does feel a lot like King Ralph about like, ooh, he's a fancy guy. Like, he's a not very fancy person, but he's in a fancy situation. Yeah, and the the thing though is, is that like the first time he tells that joke. It's like, oh, like his his first wife is all like, oh, you're awful. And then the person he ends up hooking up with, she's all like, that's hilarious. And then the third time that Joe comes around, it's somebody who's requesting it. Like he's busy and some like lady comes up and was like, oh, can I pull your finger? And he's like, ha fart. And he's all like, oh. And he's like, oh, and he's like, Pfft. and she's all like, oh, that's cheating. And he's like, I'm, I'm, out, I'm of all gas. out of gas. And we as the audience are supposed to be like, ooh, that's so deep because he's also out of steam in real life. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so that's oh. such a deep fart joke. Thank you, whoever directed this movie, for giving us this genius fucking fart joke. I don't know oh, why and I'm it's so like, mad at this movie. Oh, because we had to watch it. <laughs> Do we have a good one for next week? I feel oh, like yeah. we've been um, shitting on a lot of movies lately. Well, here's the thing, Mark, is that it's the the schedule is alternating certified fresh and certified rotten movies. It's not my fault that you didn't like the last certified freshman. Oh, that's right. I didn't like Atomic Blonde, which, you know what? I take back everything bad I said about it. <laughs> because then I watched The Babe. Yeah, and next week we're watching Arachnophobia. Is that a good one? Or is that, you know, I know I've never seen it. It is a certified fresh movie. Okay, so what else do we have to say about this movie? Um, oh, what I will say is, like, I did not learn anything from this hour and a half movie that I didn't learn from the three minute long epic rap battle of history with Lance Armstrong and Babe Ruth. <laughs> All of the information I learned about Babe Ruth was from that three minute rap battle and... <laughs> This really just felt like all of that information stretched into an hour and a half. And I'm like, well, I didn't learn anything. Matt, you know what? One of the only things I knew about Babe Ruth before this movie was the fact that he would put pieces of lettuce under his hat to keep him cool. That's very bizarre. Who does that? And Babe. Babe Ruth did. Um, But that was something they never went into. They did go into the whole, like... um, Oh, man, how could they make a chocolate bar named Baby Ruth? Oh, the most um, ham-fisted... Stri- and this is a real story, so I guess they had to have it in there. But little Johnny in the hospital. Oh! 
But here's what didn't happen. Man. I looked this up. Here is what did not happen. You know when he was just like, hey, little guy, I'm going to hit a home run for you. And he's like, what about two home runs? That did not happen. He promised him one home run, and he delivered I don't know if he delivered more than one home run. I don't know if it was actually three. But he promised him one home run, and that kid got one fucking home run. Man, like, and and it's making it look like if he misses this, the child might die. (laughs) Oh. You, you, you kind of went muffled for a second. I was just saying that at this point, I would rather be a dead child than be in this movie. Did you do something to your microphone? Can you hear me? I can hear you, but it sounds like way far back. No, I didn't do anything to the microphone. Hmm. Weird. Yeah, but the problem is me not being able to really hear you. Well, like it's you're very, very, very quiet. Something. What about? Oh, oh there we go. Okay, cool. Beautiful. Yeah. What was it? Oh. Oh, as soon as you started talking again, it oh, went away. What about now? There okay, you are. Cool. Anyway, fuck this movie and. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Oh, I was gonna say that. Have you ever seen basketball? Yeah, yes, but a very long time ago. Like basketball has that scene, um, where it's like, if you can you can you score like, can you score a basketball for me, um, or else I might die, kind of situation. I I I hadn't I hadn't seen the movie it was making um, homage to. Uh, so that's the one thing I took from this. Although that scene is like, but then because you see him later, you see that same child later, who's all grown up. Um, <laughs> the last scene. Okay, let's talk about the last scene for a second. We've just found out that Babe Ruth is not going to be the manager of the baseball team, and he goes out there, and the corny '90s music that played in every sports movie they made in that decade starts playing the. And then, of course, he hits a home run. Everyone's cheering and standing. And then, of course, he gets off the field. And there's a man that's like, I don't know if you remember me. I'm little Johnny. And that's the end of the movie. And I'm like, fuck this. No, not only did he... he, Okay, so you're you're skipping a couple uh, other awful parts. This is the same baseball game that that old man is all like, your father never did this. Um, Your father can't do this anymore. And then he he gets three home runs. And then the little girl sticks her tongue out at the old man. Which I'm sure Um, actually happened. And then then he walks up to um, Jumpin' Joe, or whatever his name is, and he takes off his hat and he just puts it on the ground, like, like I'm quit, like I quit basically. Um. <laughs> Take this job and, and shove then, it. And that's when he goes down like the tunnel, and then there's that scene where like they're all like yelling at him, and one guy jumps over the the thing, and he's like, "Hey, you may not remember me, but I'm that little boy that you like. You saved my life by hitting two home I- runs. Do you want that ball back?" Um, 
and then he's all basically like, I'm done. Yeah. And then the movie's <laughs> over, and you're like, yeah, I'm done too. Fuck you. Oh, uh, and also, there's they insinuate that he had sex with four people simultaneously. I mean, I've actually read stories that it was up to six at one point. So. Yeah, but it's really weird to think of not like like Babe Ruth is like a mythical figure. Um, like he's kind of like a Paul Bunyan kind of like figure when it comes to Americana. Uh, like that's the thing about this movie is that it, it took like this like American hero and it just turned him to an awful person. And then at the end, they all react as if he is this like true, true hero. But I find it difficult to imagine John Goodman in a fivesome. <laughs> Babe Ruth, for sure. John Goodman, no. But that's because Babe Ruth, I don't think of as like a person. That said, if I heard that that was a video on the internet somewhere, I don't know. I might watch it. <laughs> yeah, because like his wife, uh, Babe Ruth's wife, I should, I should, I should note, she she leaves him while on a train. Also, did you know that you could just yell? to a train let me off here apparently you can and like they were nowhere near the like, station I didn't think. <laughs> yeah um so she's just gonna walk down the tracks yeah also there's like a scene later on in the movie where we find out she died um and uh and you see him carrying her casket it's like the weirdest button to a relationship it's like like, that's the movie in general. It's like all this stuff actually happened, more or less, but they didn't find a way to make it interesting. He's like, um, initially, he's all like, hey, what do you like? And she's like, I like animals, like farm animals. So he buys her a barn, and it was like, let's get married. And then she wants to have a child, and I guess they can't conceive, so he just like buys her a child. <laughs> like you um, do. <laughs> And I don't know if at the end when he's got like the children, if one of those children is that child, because um, it must be because the mother. We dead. know no, yeah. We but, uh, learn very little about Babe Ruth, other than like the greatest hits of Babe Ruth's life. Also, the only people who age in this movie once the main character, once the main actors are in their place, are the children. Um. It, that's the only indication that this whole movie takes place over a period of like 30 years. <laughs> that's a good point. Okay, so fuck this movie. Do you have any final thoughts on it? Um, I really do think it's basically the same story as Babe. <laughs> All right, that'll do, pig. Yeah. Yeah, so, so you've never seen Arachnophobia. No, so next week we're going to be doing Arachnophobia. Which I'm yeah, and John, it, it, it's not a big John Goodman part. John Goodman plays an exterminator, and it's but it's a good John Goodman. Oh, part. so like it's another one of those movies that he's in it a little bit. Well, but the thing is, like, unlike um, unlike Atomic Blonde, um, he doesn't. It's not like he has a minor character that's throughout it. It's he has a small character that's featured um, during one part of the movie. Okay. Like he is a strong feature when he's there, but he's not there for. It's a, a lot, lot of like movies. inside Louis the main Davis. Then. Yeah, exa exactly, exactly. I think he might even All have right. a cane. So, 
<laughs> actually, he might be from Louisiana. Is John Goodman actually he from must Louisiana? Be. Every character he plays is from. It's either that or people are like, I hear you do a really good Louisiana accent. Can we? And he's like, I guess, but like, man, I'm from Detroit. What the fuck? I don't know. I think I think he must be. A second before we all right leave. uh and while you're looking that up john goodman hometown um st louis so yeah no in virginia i don't know yeah i i googled it too quickly i don't think i found accurate information all right. anyway so i actually do have a few dates i need to plug before we go today uh J- july oh, nice. yeah looks like we're back a little bit uh, July 10th, uh, Edmonton, you can catch me at the Grindstone Theater. Uh, you can also catch me if you live in the Edmonton area, July 24th and 25th. I'm headlining at the Yuck Yucks there. And then after that, the next uh, next time I'm out is August in Calgary. On August 21st, 22nd, the Calgary Yuck Yucks. So, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, so is it... Um... Like half, like half capacity, yeah, or all or the what's shows going are at on? half capacity, which means all the pay shows might be at half pay too. But that's you know we're getting back to it, getting back into the swim. And me asking that question, I was able to look up. It's Afton, Missouri. There we go. Yeah, so none of the places I mentioned were Louisiana, but yeah, because I had to look up. You know, he is he's sixty eight years old. Oh wow! Yeah, nineteen fifty two. June twentieth. June twentieth. Which isn't that today? He... No, that's five oh, days ago. Well, happy birthday, John Goodman. Yeah, happy belated birthday, John Goodman. I know you're one of our three people. <laughs> I'm sure John Goodman is listening religiously. All right, you guys, join us next week. We're going to be talking about a spider movie. Yeah, yeah, all eight legs of it. Um, you don't have to watch it to enjoy our podcast. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you next time. <laughs> All right, have a good bye. one.